Welcome to the dark forest. Jackie and her pals will never bore us. Shameless confessions about our obsessions will make us laugh and smile. So let's explore the dark forest and dark down for a while. This is Jackie Cash, and welcome to the Dork Forest again. It's episode 20, 20 in the new Dork Forest. We have, of course, 213 episodes in archive that are in poorly recorded uh, conference call of value. Anyway, uh, that, that song you just heard, Mike Rickberg, friend of the folk, friend of the people, dork, audio dork, music dork, and he also does the closing song as well uh, that I just laughed through. Patrick Brady is uh, responsible for fixing the audio after I've recorded it, so God bless him. And then Vilmos is doing the websites. Good for you, Vilmos. Uh, there is a donation button. Several of you used it this week, so I thank you for that and I appreciate it. Knock yourselves out uh, if you have not used it yet. If you have, I again, I thank you. Okay, ladies and germs. Really? Germs? <laughs> what the hell? I have, sitting in my room, uh, awesome comics. Uh, just people that I've met randomly. Uh, Bailey DeRocher, welcome to the program. Hi, Jackie. You're going to have to eat that mic, Bailey. Oh, sorry. Hi, Jackie. There you go. It's We can sort of hear you, but when we're, when we're really talking <laughs> sorry, dork stuff, we're going to want you to eat that mic. And then Joe Starr, her friend and stand-up comic. Howdy. Uh, I want to thank you ahead of time for the Dove chocolates. Oh, yeah. Uh, craft <laughs> services today. As per usual, if you're allergic to nuts, uh, the cashews were produced with some nuts. I'm not allergic oh. to nuts at Thank all. Thank God. There you go. <laughs> and then there is a, a Valentine dark chocolate, which have dark, dark promises in them. You guys uh, have a, uh, have pick one it's and read your, read, yeah, read your dark promise <laughs> from if, the Valentine. If my wife listens to this podcast, I've only had one. <laughs> really? Why is and, that something? And you just happen to be wearing a suit made of tinfoil. Oh, no, I, I ripped my promise. <laughs> oh, no. What? My promise. Does that mean I've broken my dark promise? Oh, my God. What is my dark promise? Oh, my God. Share a sunset. Oh, I got that, too. You got that, too? Yeah. All right, then read the other one that you didn't eat. Yeah, yeah the, I just wanted to see messages. <laughs> um, believe in those you love, which... I'm going to want you to say that darker. Believe in those you love. That's it. Get a little growl in there. How about okay. you? How about you, <clears throat> Bailey? I'm going to eat mine. Chocolate. Always your valentine. Oh, yeah. That was, you said that that was. Weepy, weepy. The saddest, saddest one I've ever <laughs> that heard was really depressing. in my life. I like that. You're like, aw. Can't find a human lover? <laughs> well, keep eating. Keep eating. Chocolate will always I, be your valentine. I have a lot of friends in 7-Eleven. <laughs> oh, my God. This bag is full of us. Wait, do they talk to you? Is that like when they know yeah. that they're chocolates? Um, oh, when you were introducing, you said the the new dork forest, and right. I thought you said the nude dork forest, and I was oh, like, yeah. "This just got we're nude." <laughs> you know, I I've, uh, I I've, I've I've touched base a couple of times with a nudist dork to have like, <laughs> but then I actually talked to the guy over the internet, and he was like, "Why? Why do you want to? Why do you want to talk to me about nudism?" And I'm like. Safe space, buddy. You can come on and, t- and, and pitch your nudism. I don't. I don't give a hoot. Yeah. It's a. Uh, it's all good. I mean, I want everybody. I'm still looking for that bee dork. Uh, ben Acker, <laughs> who was on the show a couple of a couple of weeks ago, emailed oh. me an address, uh, an email address of the bee dork. I've I've lost that email. I've inadvertently <gasps> deleted that email. Ben, if you're listening. Hi, I'm an idiot. Uh, other than that, oh, I forgot to say the website, which is of course dorkforest.com. The old ones are at dorkforestradio.com. You can go there. And then uh, me, jackiecation.com. So you guys have websites probably. Huh? Tumblr? Yes. Uh, yes. Facebook? Twitter? Yes. Uh, mine is All at, uh, I have a Tumblr, 
at jstar.net. Star with two R's? Like, Star uh, with like, two R's. Like, like the football guy. One of them is silent. <laughs> Much like the cashews. Starar. <laughs> the starar. Yeah, it's uh, it's almost all candy today. So, yeah, so uh, a Tumblr account under JSTAR. Yes. And what's, are you on Twitter? Could people follow you? Uh, I am on Twitter. I never use it because... Okay. Uh, I, it's 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 an annoyance. Yeah, my Tumblr like forwards to it, and I feel like I'm cheating that way. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, my Tumblr forwards to it as well, and uh, I also have a fan page on Facebook and a regular Facebook page, and I post. I it takes. I've I've abandoned MySpace, even though I yeah. understand that that's where all my videos are that load onto my <laughs> website. Sure. So I still thank MySpace for existing, but sure. but I, I can't update. I can't but update all of them. You don't need to build your 14 year old Latino fan base. Anymore. No, no, I I do need to build my 14 year old. That is uh, that sounds exactly. Has anyone ever played uh, uh, Legends of <laughs> The Legend of Zelda? It's uh there was a new there was a new video game I saw this week. Uh, Thomas Judd. One of the one of the a listener sent me a video game that he worked on for the uh, for the iPhone, and it's a legendary game. Uh, why don't I put that in the notes? There we go, because it's gone from my brain box. <laughs> and uh, legendary, and it looks like it looks like an old video game from the uh, from back in the day. You know, like the early '90s when the the graphics were starting to get really good. But it was more kind of war, when Warcraft wasn't World of Warcraft; it was right. just Warcraft. Yeah. And so it's sort of that and individual fighting so like you have to go mine some nonsense and then you get to have to make knights uh like warcraft and then you go and fight bad guys and uh it it looks like it's interminable like it never ends <laughs> so that's beautiful it, it has that going for it it has the compelling part you know it i actually really love a compelling video game i feel like that's when those video games were more pure because in an older <laughs> in an older warcraft you just mined gold in the video game and then yeah. blizzard evolved it so that now you actually just have to pay them money. Right, now that they would like you to actually buy gold at yeah. $1,200 an yeah. ounce. Yeah, that's it. It's brutal. Yeah, I, the old video games were also harder. Um, They were shorter, but they were harder. So they took, in my opinion, just as, like, Final Fantasy Legend 2 is the perfect example of that for Game Boy. It was five worlds. Uh, It took me Almost two years, and I played it probably three to seven hours a day for two years, and I eventually had to call and get help. From <laughs> I was the about game to say, were you training for the Olympics of the, like gaming? Did you, call, did you call the Nintendo Power guy? Do I did. Remember, do you remember when that was a thing? That, uh, those guys were awesome. I used to do a joke about it, but thing? it's true. It's the Nintendo Game Counselor. It wasn't free. It was two ninety nine oh, yeah, a minute was... to talk to Eric. He's 12, <laughs> makes fun of you. That joke is about 10 years old, because that's when that game came out. But it's awesome, because it's, uh, yeah, I mean, and then they, essentially they tell you, it's, I mean, it was before the internet, where you could just go type the word uh, walkthrough. And be done, yeah. And be done with it, and have 12 versions of a walkthrough. The worst day of my life was... Um, All right, I want to hear this. We had a super... <laughs> 9-11. Worse than 9-11. <laughs> That's forget. right. You're part of the bearded youth um, movement, I see. Right. <laughs> well, no, a... I, actually, I got laid off two weeks ago, so this is all layoff beard. Oh, is that layoff beard? Yeah, okay. this yeah. is all layoff beard. Okay. But um, I was in seventh grade, and we had a Super Nintendo, and my white whale of a video game was The Legends of the Mystical Ninja. Ooh. And it was just The, the audience ending. can't see it, but my face is like... Yeah, ah! you just dropped it. <laughs> Whoa. What uh, is that? It was, what um, was it for? It was Super Nintendo. Okay. And it was like, 
it was co-op, but then it also had a lot of like Zelda aspects where you collected different weapons and went to stores. Sure. And, and it just never ended. Ah, oh, I love it. And I it, love a game that never ends. And it had it. <laughs> yeah, and it had a save function. Yeah. But it was um. You had to write in a diary, and it gave you these complex entries of, like, different punctuation marks and stuff. And so if you wanted to reload a game, you had to enter, like, three pages of semicolons. Holy criminy. And a friend of mine knocked out, from what I can tell, a lot of it. I don't know. In a weekend. From start, okay. And we paused it to go shovel snow. (laughs) Right. Where'd you grow up? Uh, Louisville, Kentucky. There we go. And, um... When we came back, my mom had turned off the Super Nintendo. No! <laughs> and it was the worst. We just, we just sat quietly for like two hours waiting for the second that tower. That's the fall. correct response, by the way. I have to say, Bailey DeRosa uh, <laughs> is that sort of sympathetic. No! Like, no! Like you weep for your youth. You probably lost, like you probably aged 10 years that day. I feel like, like that's why I don't really put effort into things now <laughs> in my adult life. So oh, just come oh. I feel like that's where it came it from. Got, it got sucked out of you. It was just like, why bother, man? Yeah. That's when you discovered Nietzsche. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Nihilism. <laughs> and now it is all, yeah. why does it matter? And it's like, Kid Jing's never going to save this princess anyway. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I have a friend of mine, Darlene Westcar, stand-up comic, Minneapolis, if you get a chance. <laughs> Super dark and awesome. Uh, but she uh, had a couple of, when her kids were little, they played Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. And the rule was, if they were not enjoying themselves, she would turn it off. And she defined that. By frustration. Well, many parts of video games are, god dang it! Yeah. And, you know... And so, Robotnik is a... Right. So, if, <laughs> so if she would hear any sort of frustration, I'm just like, I-, I don't think you guys are having a good time in here. Are you having a good time in here? <laughs> so all horrible. she did was teach her children to stuff their emotions <laughs> out of their tiny lizard minds. Poor things. But... But now they're both in bands and they smoke pot, so it's fine. It's oh, fine. They're yeah. all good. So I've let us right into some video game talk, but uh, there's other things. I like the idea of of the fact that Bailey filled out sort of the suggested as as a questionnaire. She's like, "Well, here's an answer to step one. Where are you from, Bailey? What what's your history that creates uh, such a hardworking young person?" Such a dork. I'm really sorry. You're a dork. It's a safe space. Let's do uh, it. Let's do this. Um, uh, my family was in the military, so uh, I kind of grew up all over. Everywhere. That's it. Um, you were but... hand of the grenade in your crib. <laughs> exactly. You were just like, pad, pad. Just pad, had a pad. camo onesie and a, <laughs> a teeny tiny Uzi. Right. Um, Navy? But, uh, Air Force. Okay. My parents were in the Air Force. And then, what um, was Baghdad like? <laughs> as a tiny child. Were you on the Ho Chi Minh Trail? Ho Chi Minh, Jackie. Babies Ho Chi Minh Trail. <laughs> Babies overbagged. <laughs> uh, very famous Outcast song. Um, oh, but very nice. I, uh, yeah, and so I, but I grew up mostly in Georgia, like went to high school and college in Georgia. Okay. Um, and then I moved to California, like five or six years ago. Okay. Interesting. Oh, because there's a big fort. There's, they got a fort down there. <laughs> in, in, uh, to keep the Brits out. They got a moat. Well, you know, <laughs> fort. we do have to protect the colonies. <laughs> they are, uh, isn't that Fort place. Knox? What's down there? It's a, uh, I don't know, no, it's like uh, Knox is Fort Bragg or Fort... Uh, you know what? You know what I, I wasn't I, at a fort. Forts are usually army bases. Oh, okay. So, lie. all right. So. I, yeah, I, I was... Uh, 
I, I, I've been to Baghdad. <laughs> I, I, I was in Kuwait and I went to Arafjan. Yeah, I heard about that. And um, that know. was an that was an Air Force base. It's called Arafjan. Oh, okay. It sounded like a musical festival. Arafjan. <laughs> it's beautiful. Radiohead headline day two. <laughs> Outcast was there, and uh, there was a Billy Joel song. <laughs> no, and it, I brought it down to dorky. <laughs> okay, because whenever it comes to music, feel free to drink, people. Because uh, Jackie doesn't know anything about music, but uh, so I know that I enjoy it. I enjoy music. <laughs> Is that your dark secret? That's my dark I don't know shit about music. I don't know shit about music. <laughs> Billy Joel it's... will always be your Valentine. <laughs> oh, wow, that sounds like a terrible life choice. Uh, he. That sounds I'm like the Chris... voicemail that got Black him arrested. Guy means I love you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Christy Brinkley granted married like five times. Him keeping. Uh, what I like about Billy Joel is that he keeps going out with women that uh, are the same age as Christy Brinkley was when he first met her, <laughs> and they look just like her. So he just keeps. Dating Dating that woman over, she's like, you know, I really liked you when you were 23. It was fantastic. And yeah. now that I'm 70, or however old he is, it's a... Uh... Way to fuck that up, Brinkley. <laughs> exactly. Way to creep out an entire new generation of 22-year-old ladies who want to work it. It's, uh, yeah. So, but you're into Kung Fu, which, oh, Grasshopper, tell me more. Oh, uh, okay. Um, uh, last summer, I was working with a friend of mine on a show called Voodoo Panda Squad. And Voodoo Panda Squad. Yeah, that she, sounds awesome. Yeah, it was a really silly show, and she loved. She was like, "Oh, I can't rehearse tonight because I have karate." And I was like, "What?" <laughs> I was like, "Yeah." And um, and so she kept talking about how awesome martial arts were, and I was looking for something to do because it was the summer. And really, like, and Zumba ah. didn't grab you. <laughs> no, <laughs> you're like, I want to follow that thing that irons the floor or whatever the hell it does. Like, oh, you just yeah, you just try to do the exercises that a Roomba does, and it's like I feel very slow, <laughs> but everything's and, very clean. Yeah, my mouth is full of lint. This is weird, <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> yeah. And so uh, I started going around to a bunch of like I looked into Taekwondo and Wing Chun, which is like a different, um, uh, which is like Bruce Lee's uh, brand oh. and Ip Man's brand of mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. of kung fu. I don't know why I'm doing my hands like this. I'm like, oh, it just looks like I'm massaging something. That's not there. It's radio. Uh, <laughs> It doesn't matter, but you're good. <laughs> you're washing dishes. And wax on, wax off. Um, and then... Uh, and Kung Fu grabbed you? Yeah, well, because the one guy, the one Taekwondo instructor, he's like, well, Kung Fu is very, like, esoteric, and there are a lot of circular hand movements, and I was like, I want to be a flying tiger! Oh, right, right. Be, like, you know what I mean? I was yeah. just like, I want to be a crouching tiger, hidden dragon, I want to do all that cool stuff. Yeah. And um, so I found this school and went and watched a class, and I was like, done, sold! Like, these guys were, like, cool. And, um... And yeah, so I've been doing that. Is it a about... real workout or is it just sort of like, oh, oh brother, it's so hard. It's so oh, is it? hard. Yes. Is it, is it all core work? What's happening? Uh, I don't exercise. Well, it's... <laughs> <laughs> what is a core? Somebody, please Somebody, uh, tell me what's going on. What muscles are happening? We talk, we're talking so. apples? What's going on? Um, I'm going to eat a cashew. Let's do it. <laughs> cashew, which is a fruit. Are there nuts in this? Yes. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, like it's, you start off with six basic kicks and then you go into like warm ups and you'll do like several rows of each kick. I made the mistake once of going to a two-hour class because they had to cancel one of the classes earlier in the week. And I was one of two people that showed up. Wow. So for two hours, I'm, like, kicking in uh, drop stances where you, like, get really low to the ground. And, like, I couldn't walk for, like, a week. Wow. Afterwards. Like, it's extra, extra hard. Two hours of, oh, I um, think almost anything. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's, yeah. I, I, I think the last time I did anything for two hours was, like, dodgeball. <laughs> kick, no, kickball. A kickball game, yeah. And a, a kickball game. That's two hours. But then there's drinking, and, you know, it doesn't matter. Yeah, so, no. You know, I mean, everybody has, like, a... <laughs> it's, <laughs> there's a, it's a... It's better. 
but like my husband is a marathoner, like he runs all the time, and I'm like, what? he can eat whatever he wants. Yeah, basically, and I- <laughs> I'm a bit of a foodie. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, there is this awesome spread of like dark secrets and cashews, right. um, <laughs> candy. But- I have some fruit too. I do have a. I had Jeff Cesario out a couple of weeks ago, and I had all this candy out in the nuts. And he, I was, he just he kept he emptied this candy bowl almost. He <gasps> ate like five or six candy bars. Yeah. And I said, "Do you want like a banana or something?" He goes, "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> Can I, I really get? Do. I really do. I really, I because he hadn't eaten lunch. I think was the problem. Oh no! And so I was like, "Let's get a fruit or a vegetable in you before you lose your mind with the sugar." So a vegetable in you, yeah. So, um, but two hours, yeah. So it's uh, yeah. So it can be punishment sometimes, right? Um, can, would would you be able to fight off interlopers or anything now? Or oh, oh what I'm learning now is uh, their empty hand forms, which is basically for I don't want to say it's for exhibition, but if I were to compete, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. then that would be for exhibition purposes, where you go through the forum and they're like, oh, your posture's good, your hands are doing this. this okay. Blah, blah, blah. Um, so if you were mugged, you'd have to sort of talk people out of it. Basically, well, okay. I'm, I've got, I'm clever, so I have that oh, going yeah, for yeah. me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're witty. You can <laughs> do you it. you just have to impress them with technique. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you guys, wait. Here, hold this. Hold my purse. <laughs> wait, no. Um, Watch this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, so I don't know a lot of, like, those level one practical self-defense. Like, if someone right. met, met me in a dark alley... <laughs> Then I'd be like, well, here's my purse. Bye. Yeah. Well, and I think we should all just say that, including you, Joe. Just, yes. You know, hand over your purse. I I I stay out of dark alleys. Well, that also, yeah, so maybe I'm not as clever we as We all live a little defensively, but sure. we've all made some terrible life choices. There's yeah, my no, new theory is, is that we've all followed some dude into a dark alley with the promise of weed or <laughs> something. And then the story ends, and then I wasn't killed. And then I wasn't dead. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> So everybody isn't bad. Everybody your, just lives in hope. Your dark secret is that you're lucky. <laughs> I, I'm, oh, I'm yeah. lucky sometimes. Oh, my God. I'm the village idiot. Uh, yeah. So I love um, <laughs> I love the idea. And then you were like X-Men, zombies, dinosaur, <laughs> animation, The Walking Dead, and web comics. <laughs> yes. And uh, so somebody did ask. Uh, one, one, of the, one of the listeners was like, I love that you talked about web comics. Do you, the, do you read word, web comics? They heard uh, the word and lost their minds. <laughs> well, I think they, I mean, because there's a lot of great ones out there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I, I don't, uh, I mean, there's, I only read a couple of them. I don't like reading things on the computer, to be fair. It uh, is, it's harder. Yes. Than, than a piece of paper. I love flipping open a book, seeing a full page instead of like six panels at a time. Like, cause right. a lot of them aren't, I don't, well, I don't know. I, like I said, I don't read a whole bunch of them, but a lot of them aren't your standard. Like, I don't know. I'm used to that format. I like having paper, right. like collecting it, keeping it. Sure. Um, you could print. Uh, you could print Hark of Vagrant. Yeah. Or, uh, the only one, the only one that I'm reading on any regular basis is only because it's dirty. It's called Oglaf and O-G-L-A-F dot com. And it is essentially, it's supposed to be Sounds porny. Hot. And everybody's got boobs and, and there's, and there's <laughs> penises all over the place. Uh-huh. But it's mostly just a fantasy. Like it's a, it's a, the, the premise is that, uh, a sorcerer's apprentice, uh, a the naked sor- sorcerer's apprentice? Well, the sorceress, oh, okay. uh, who is his master, essentially, is always wearing like an I Dream of Jeannie kind of outfit. And, uh, <laughs> and so, and she's always like, suck that guy's dick, and then you will learn some magic. And he's like, I don't wanna, I don't wanna. And she's like, well, I guess uh, you'll never learn any magic. And he's like, god dang it. And then he uh, goes and sucks that guy's dick, and uh, and then there's there's other, <laughs> it's kind of hilarious. I think that's how Catholicism works. Uh, it is a li- <laughs> 
dork. Uh, Joe Star, Catholic dork. Little did we know. Is that what they mean by indulgence? Uh, I want to read this so badly now. Oh, I, it, it, this is an attainable goal, my friend. I will do this. Well, I don't know how to read, so that's the problem. That is a it's problem. <laughs> Should we be pals and plug Mike Smith's webcomics? Mike Smith? Uh, yeah, our friend, uh, I think his pen name is Michael May. Um, but he has uh, Eros Eros Inc. Mm-hmm. Um, As in Eros, the goddess of love. Yes, yes. it's a very funny series. It's um, uh, basically the the concept is uh, Cupid's are an incorporated business. Okay. And uh, Jeremy Piven was in that uh, was yeah, in that so, short lived hour long dramedy. Yeah, which is that Valentine or something like that. Well, and then they remade that? it. Uh, weirdly enough, seven years later, with a guy that kind of reminded me of Jeremy Piven. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> And it was also short-lived because they hadn't changed it at ah. all. And uh, it was interesting. But you know, I, if you repeat uh, an activity expecting different results. It's, it's mean, the definition of insanity, right? Yeah. But your buddy, Mike, uh, M- Michael May. Yeah. A very, what's what's very the funny. website? Uh, I think it's just... I think it might be erosinc.com. I think it's erosinc.com. Uh, common Name Films is, is the name of the... Dot .com, I believe. Yeah. He also has a great webcomic. Uh, the first volume just came out. It's called... It's Quail, right? Quail. And it's about a, um, it's a, he calls it a folk music kung fu epic. Well, yeah. I'm, he had me at and it's, uh, um, folk music at kung fu The, the, the <laughs> concept epic. is that people... I think he had me at the at entire yeah. sentence. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think the, the concept is um, uh, people, like, play music to fight each other, basically. Yeah. And it's it's really fun. Oh, wait, there's an actual term, I believe. It's called felking? And... Uh, I could be wrong, but it's... If it's you a, said the word felking to me and oh, then yeah. asked me to define what it You would go something sexual? Yeah. Well, yeah, I stared at you I for mean. a really long minute just now. <laughs> I think there's a sexual word that is like that, but um, I'm over here alone. Uh, so <laughs> I got I got nothing. I don't want to go there. Check my Google. <laughs> it's, uh, I don't want to Google that and spell it wrong. It's... Uh, I don't... Filking? It might... I don't know. Felching. Uh, it's called felching. Is is the sexual thing? Mm-hmm. Okay, and it, but I don't remember what it is. I don't remember what that is. Either. I think it involves fluids. I think <laughs> I'd yeah, rather oh, right, not. Right. It's some sort of like <laughs> ew fluids. It's, uh. Do whatever you need to do, consenting adults. Right. But uh, as as a, I'm just gonna go ew. It's free country. Freak. Do whatever. But we've got forts for not a with me. To I was yeah. hoping my forts. <laughs> well, the colonies. We want them to stay safe. Yeah. <laughs> I'm. I'm rereading these books from from junior high that were they were out they were out of print when I was in junior high. I almost stole them from the library in junior high because they were out of print. Um, and I read and reread them because I was a social outcast, as we mm-hmm. all were in junior high, if perceived or real. Mm-hmm. And uh, so uh, they've been out of print forever. And I but I got a Kindle app for my iPad. They're on Kindle and they oh, were nice. free. What are they? Uh-huh. Yeah, eight books uh, about the Civil War by a guy named Joseph A. Altscheller, written oh. in like 1912. <laughs> wow. And let me tell you something. Uh, four books based on uh, Harry Kenton, Southern Soldier, and then four books on uh, D- uh, Dick Mason, his cousin. From Here's, the North? From the North. Well, they, they both grew up in Kentucky. and uh, The neutral state. The neutral state. And, and essentially it was, uh, it's, they're kind of fascinating uh, to reread now, uh, because how, how, like, Stonewall Jackson is about to die. I'm following Harry Kenton. He's in the, he's in the train of, of Stonewall Jackson and he's got a, a hard on case of, of hero worship. And, uh, if I remember correctly, Stonewall Jackson was shot by his own men accidentally, uh, like a sniper accidentally didn't recognize him in his hat <laughs> and shot, uh, Stonewall. Oh, that's the greatest general that our side. Oh, oh. I'm so sorry. 
He could make 5,000 men do 40,000 yeah. men's job. Mondays. We're done. It's been great. I will send him a fruit basket. <laughs> yeah. I will send his wife and children. I will have yes. my slaves send him a fruit basket. Oh, yeah. The, and it was written in like 1910 or 1890 or something. So it was like, because the guy has like a dozen books, but whatever. But it had to be like, it was a boy's book, right? It was like the sure. Sweet Valley High of its of a its time. Uh-huh. You know, I'm sure it was not respected literature of 1905 was, oh, I'm reading... You know, the guns of Bull Run. <laughs> I'm sure people are reading Virgil going, all right, excellent. Are you reading the Twilight books? Fantastic. <laughs> the so, Civil War Twilight books. The Civil War Twilight with sparkle vampires fighting each other. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that was the South awesome. Sparkle when it's... The South will sparkle again. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, because you're from Kentucky. You're from Louisville. Yep. And, uh, and you enjoy a little pro wrestling? I do, which, that was a good lead-in, by the way. Not bad, huh? <laughs> South? I'm a professional. You're a southern retard. Um, <laughs> You're a southern retard. You like NASCAR and I whatnot. I do. You know, but, um, I think once you get hooked on something at an early age, you don't unhook from it. Right. Now it has a nostalgia value. Right. Exactly. Right. So, But are you into the current? Like, are, are you in the current uh, soap opera demographic? Uh, I am. I am. Um, the major stuff like... Uh, like world wrestling well, entertainment, I sort of I don't really. It's like you and Brian Bendis. I like check in to know what's happening every now and then. Right. I'm not really watching so much. Right. But there's a um, God. I just realized I'm an alt wrestling snob. Uh, there, there's a lot of oh, smaller. That's com- awesome. There's, <laughs> there's a lot of like smaller independent companies that do so it's, really fun. So stuff. WWE is fine, but you sure. you truly you truly enjoy. You know, it's not like. The Gallagher or the Larry the Cable guy of stand-up comedy where that guy's doing his job, sure. but, but I don't want to watch yeah, it particularly. Yeah, it's like whatever. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, like there's a, there's a company called uh, Chikara, which is in the Northeast, and um, they do a lot of really like tongue-in-cheek, like everybody's in a mask. Everybody's every, in a mask? You know, like, you know, like those... Yeah. Uh, and like it has really crazy over-the-top characters. There's actually a... Uh, there's a video making its way around the internet right now, and you know a wrestling video is blowing up when a lot of non-fans send it to you. I'm oh like, yeah, Did you see this? Because it's like, who sends wrestling videos? To... But um, right, and the and it's a big tag team match, and one of the tag teams was a group called the Osiren Portal, and their whole gimmick is their Egyptian like gods, like sweet. And so oh, their big here. finish. <laughs> Their big That's finish awesome. was they hypnotized the other team. That's it! And it, it was hilarious. I mean, oh, it's hypnotism brilliant. in pro wrestling has such and an the, awesome, awesome, like, history to oh, it. Yeah. It's beautiful. Oh, yeah. And the announcers were like, this is the most illegal thing I've ever seen. It's, but you know what? Oh, it was brilliant. The ref didn't see it, man. No, he didn't. He didn't see it. Wait. It, he was hypnotized, too. He was hypnotized, did, too. It, did these gentlemen have to suck someone's dick in order to get those magical powers? <laughs> <Right. laughs> Probably. Back to Probably. Be able to hypnotize uh, Do you remember Baron Von Raschke? Yes. Uh, I don't know. I, yes. mean, that's, I mean, it's before your time. But my, I know. My grandmother loved pro wrestling with the the, the power of the sun, man. Oh, your grandmother's uh, awesome. And, yes. and she, when, we one time were like, you know what isn't real? Furious. Stormed out. 85 years old. It's hard to storm out at 85. You really got to, it's a bit of a stumble. That's amazing. But, uh, I think I, I think what separates people that are going to be fans for life from people who stopped being fans at 14 right. is when they were like, oh, it's not real. And then you watch it for a few more minutes and you're like, I don't care. I don't care. It's still fantastic. Yeah, exactly. It's exactly. A, I love the idea. You know what? Because if it's not going to be real, this Jakara thing sounds awesome. It's great. It's like, a, a another good example. There was a um, 
There's a guy named uh, Chuck Taylor who's a great. Uh, she makes shoes. Indie guy. I was about to say well, yeah. shoes. <laughs> he's a he's he's a, he's a, he's a Kentucky guy. Okay, uh, he's from Paducah, I think. But um, he was wrestling th- these guys, and these three guys have ant gimmicks. One's a worker ant. One's a soldier ant. <laughs> I can't I can't remember what the other one is. But Finally, they my did this whole things, yeah, wrestling right? and a bug's life come together. <laughs> he just and, and uh, yeah, nice. And Chuck Taylor's this great cowardly bad guy. Okay, and um. And uh, they they did this uh, spot a couple of times where um, the the backstory is Chuck Taylor's raised by a military family, mm-hmm. and so to get him they would like say ten hut and he would like jump to like a salute, oh. and you know just because he, stuff cause like he that. had some sort of awkward conditioning and then, or and something. then it was amazing he right he got thing? fed up and he he holds up his hand and just yells like I have a grenade. And the three ants get in the ring, and they're like, no, 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 no. The three ants. And he he throws the grenade, and one of the ants throws the other two ants out of the ring to, like, save them, and then slow motion jumps onto the grenade. And then it explodes. Did he actually slow motion? Oh, yeah. No, they all slow-moted. It was beautiful. It was was like mime, where they literally, like, slow-mo it out. In real time, they move slowly. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. No! Exactly. That is... I mean, that's eight years of clown college. (laughs) You know, but uh, you know, it's just it was just great. You know, it's like, and then you know he bl- he gets blown up by the grenade, and then the guy jumps in to pin him, but he only gets a two count, and then the, the crowd and the crowd loses their minds. You know, it, oh, it's, it's just it's fun. Because the grenade didn't do it. He gets yeah. up after a two count. That's that's awesome. Oh my god, I need to. I might actually need to watch this. Uh, yeah, I want to see this very badly. Right there, you go. Holy criminy. That's fantastic. There's a um, there's so, a, and there's a local company uh, here in Los Angeles. Or, yeah, that or, does yep. shows in Reseda actually, classy, classy Reseda. Right. And um, that does a lot of. Uh, they're sort of they're sort of tongue in cheek, and um, uh, it's called Pro Wrestling Gorilla, not as in like a monkey gorilla, but like as in a gor- fighter. as in the, the Nicaraguans. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, but the, you know, they're a lot of fun too. Uh, like the, uh, one of their guys is uh, Joey Ryan, and he's got like a '70s like Tom Selleck mm-hmm. kind of gimmick and stuff like that. And they're they're great at what they do and. That's, I mean, that's just, you know what that is? That's just great writing. I swear to oh, God. Yeah. It's just yeah. fun, awesome. This is what we're doing. Yeah, they don't take it too seriously, but then, you know, you're sitting in the crowd and all of a sudden, like. There's a lot of work that goes yeah, into it. Yeah, a guy it. does, you know, a 360 it all looks into a so table effortless. next to you. Yeah. And it's, nothing beats that. But there, I mean, it, look, the thing about Real Pro Wrestling is that it looks so effortless, but mm-hmm. you know that they practice like a billion hours a day. Yeah. You know, they got forms. They, they do. Forms. They got a choreography. Oh, yeah. See, there you go. A lot of choreography. Sure. It's, it's funny watching everything that they do, and no one's getting hurt. No one's getting hurt. No one's getting hurt. And then um, I, I happened to be watching. I think it was Monday Night Raw, and there's a guy, Randy Orton, and all he did was angrily pound the mat, like mm-hmm. with his fist, uh-huh. and he ripped like every muscle in his shoulder <laughs> just doing that. <laughs> That's brutal. And you just see it on his face. He just You're goes, just like, uh, and he looked. In pain, but he was, you could see on his face, he was also just like, really? This is, <laughs> this it? is it? This, this is, is the one? Oh. <laughs> really? That is, that is brutal. Bummer. So do you, do you like, uh, professional sports that aren't, uh, so choreographed as much or not as much? <laughs> not really. No? Um, I, and you I've like had the friend, drama. Yeah, and I've had friends, you know, because I have friends that are like, well, watch UFC with us. Watch, oh, right, you know, right, Ultimate that, Fighting. that Ultimate Fighting. And business. I'm like, great, they fought for four minutes, you know, like, when is Randy Savage going to come out? <laughs> you know? Nice. nice. Yeah, yeah, because at Ultimate Fighting, it looks like they're actually uh, 
just wailing on each other. Right? Oh yeah, I mean it's, uh, yes. it's brutal, and yeah, I mean like, I, I you like, know, obviously, totally, totally respect what they're doing, but you know, hit someone right. with a chair. <laughs> right? Where's the chair? Where's hit the someone chair, with a chair. I feel like they don't feed those guys. Maybe <laughs> they make yeah, them fight over a just, steak or something. It's like cockfighting, really and the fact that they just like they. I think they're raised at the end of a chain. Uh, just we were just within, talking about unleashed. We're like they're like unleashed, where they're just like. Let go, and then they're just at each other in, where, the, in the ring. I once saw a, a cockfighting farm where uh, it was uh, essentially, you know, those uh, Cisco, those Cisco buckets, yeah, for yeah. at restaurants. It was they all had their own Cisco bucket, and then there was a chain that they pounded into the ground, and then each rooster uh, was attached to the end of that train chain. But then each of the Cisco buckets were just close enough so that the roosters were constantly fucking furious. And you're like, well, that seems. Wow. Negative? Yeah. Uh, that seem, I was in Mississippi and, uh, and it's, uh, it's against, cockfighting's against the law. I'm sure it's a law that is rigorously enforced. Oh, yeah. uh, and then, and, but it is not against the law in Louisiana. So they raise the cocks. It's against the law to raise cock, uh, to raise the fighting cocks in, in Louisiana. So there's a symbiotic, uh, so wait, economic they raise experience. them in Mississippi and then send them to Louisiana? Yeah. That's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, that's just that's awesome. It's just the dumbest thing that cockfighting should be better hidden than that, in my opinion. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I shouldn't be able to see that off of a two-lane yeah. highway. Yeah. I don't want to see that. <laughs> I want you to hide that a little bit better. But what do you do if you, if you do that for a living? Someone's like, "Oh, what do you do?" You're like, "Oh, I raise chickens to be mean, super <laughs> yeah. mean chickens." Like, right. I right. like that someone would just be driving to take a break on a road trip. Like, oh, there's a Wendy's and a Taco Bell and cockfighting. <laughs> oh, look, cockfighting. there's a cockfighting farm. <laughs> Really? Come, get, get my picture. You guys, come on. <laughs> yeah, can I get my picture Let's next to the... Let's have a picnic lunch. All the chickens are named pieces parts. <laughs> oh, my gosh. There was one named Captain. And he had... Uh, I'd heard... I'd, some guy was telling me a story. I believe it to be my father-in-law. Let's go there. And Because uh, he lives in Arkansas. And we're, I was telling him about seeing the farm. And he goes, yeah, I saw a cockfight. Uh, last time I saw a cockfight, there was a great guy. And he doesn't talk like that at all because he's from Mississippi. And he's a super <laughs> slow-talking guy. He's the, he's hilarious. But uh, you got to wait for it. Because uh, he's a slow-talking <laughs> yeah, guy. you got to wait for it. He's very, very funny. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, he's, his nickname in high school was Speedy, so he was slow talking even for Mississippi. Wow! So that's the slowest talking guy ever. Aww. Yeah, it's uh, all all Andy. All my husband's uh, family's from Mississippi. They all mm-hmm. live in Mississippi, and uh, and they uh, they kind of crack me up just because they're like, "Is it like, when the first time I visited? Is it like what you thought it'd be? Is it like what you?" Th-? And I was like, "I assumed you had cable." <laughs> and all the opposable thumb. I didn't, ass- I, you know, I'm not thinking that it's 1930 and we're living William Faulkner's yeah. Mississippi. Yeah. <laughs> you get all 26 of the letters down here. You don't have to use them all, but do whatever you want to do with them, you know? And- <laughs> Crying out loud! I mean, and they were, and there was like Old Miss was right by there. Mm-hmm. So I mean, they they read. Yeah, <laughs> sure. it's a nice yeah. college town. They're people. They're <laughs> Americans. Yeah. They're half of them are kind of dumb, and half of them are kind of smart. It's so yeah. It's just yeah. like it's just like yeah. Kentucky like, or Georgia. Yeah. It's almost exactly like Wisconsin, <laughs> or, where or, I grew up. Hardly yeah. anywhere. Right. It's almost uh, exactly oh, like. Were you the rest were of you humanity. touring in uh, Minnesota you, last week? Oh, were you in Minnesota? Okay, yeah. I thought you were in Atlanta. I, uh, I was no, I was in Atlanta about uh, four or five months ago. That was great. <laughs> uh, the, the club there, the Vortex. Well, I'm uh, gonna the, say, oh, did you do skull. the Laughing Skull? Cool. Yeah. I like yeah. five. And I did a uh, uh, Rose R- Roswell, uh, Georgia, which is outside of Atlanta, and the comedy club is in uh, a go kart track. 
Yes, yeah. it's attached to a go kart track, <laughs> and it's got a little rock climbing wall, and it's got a bunch of video games. That's and awesome. uh, very few people showed up for the show. I didn't care. Yeah, because uh, yeah, I you was multitask giving, while you're I doing the show and maybe getting a car. Seventy bucks. Wor- they gave me free, like seventy bucks worth of free video games. That's <laughs> awesome. I, I beat the Terminator Salvation game. Nice. Well done. I'm into brag, but uh, MVD. Mm-hmm. Well, if you have enough, like one time, uh, my sister and I were at like a Dave and Buster's or something like that, and we climbed into. Um, the Jurassic Park two-player shooter. Oh yeah, yeah. And we just kept we just kept going until we beat it. <laughs> I oh was yeah, like, yeah. We're not leaving until we kill this dinosaur that becomes invisible. I don't know if you've ever played it, but there's this one that is like a chameleon, and he becomes oh. invisible, and then he pops out of nowhere and tries to bite you. <laughs> so, oh, I like, like that. Though. Yeah, it was neat. I was like, and I like that it's a chameleon dinosaur, so that it. There's a reason it turns invisible because it just—it's not really invisible. It's just blending in with absolutely yeah, everything yeah. around They're it, like, right? Oh, it blends in with all the because otherwise it's a super-powered <laughs> dinosaur. They which were I'm in not a, above. what were they called? They were in the Lost World, the book, not the movie. I don't think they had them in the movie, but those the chameleon oh. dinosaurs were in the oh, were in the Lost the, World the, book. Oh, the book. Really? Were they big? Because this was like a big one, I, I like think, a big dinosaur. I think maybe they were big. Who wrote that book? Was it Stephen King? I feel Michael like it was, Crichton. but it wasn't. No, it was Michael Crichton. It was Mr. Crichton. One of Mr. Crichton. Ah, one of his works. <laughs> Although if Stephen <laughs> King had written Jurassic Park, that would be amazing. Ugh. Would it have been It would still be haunting us now. <laughs> <laughs> right. Scary. Stand By Me was scary. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I can't really take scary. I'm not very good with scary. I'm not either. It's but you now you enjoy dinosaurs a great deal. Let's go there. Yeah, right, talk about that segue. Uh, I really nice. when I was little, I wanted to be a paleontologist. Uh, oh, did you? But I'm did you learn that at... from uh, huh. uh, friends? Is from that what made? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because Ross was a paleontologist. Oh no, 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 no. This was before friends was a thing. Like uh-huh. when I was like seven, I was like, oh, I'm gonna be. A paleontologist. A paleontologist. And this will be great. Uh, and I had like microscopes. I had all kinds of like you all know, the those, sciencey like, things. <laughs> yeah, all these sciencey things. But I didn't really know any science. I just like like everything was a toy. Right. And and your parents weren't scientists. It wasn't no. like they could they, they, <laughs> yeah, they could like get they you could teach me science. Right. Uh, right. It's like <laughs> and but then I realized that a big part of like paleontology is not only digging but carbon dating and like there's oh. so much math involved and there's science a involved lot in the of science and math um, <laughs> yes and no fighting which is ridiculous <laughs> it's the worst. there is no right. dinosaur there's, fighting there's and no, no dinosaur riding and mm, no dinosaur uh, them no right. dinosaurs there's no giant racks of ribs all of the Flintstones right it is a uh, bummer yeah. but uh so but I'm still sort of like an armchair paleo- like sometimes I'll just l- l- have you l- been to the tar pits. There yeah. are dinosaurs, but they're they're uh, mastodons you know and stuff. I'm not crazy about prehistoric mammals. I'm just oh. like, oh, I'm like most of those are kind of still around in one way or another. That's racist. Right. And those are cool. I That's am what that super, is. super racist against uh, uh, against the mastodon. Mammals. Against the the, the, um, the what's the? I'm just saying a black guy was the mastodon in Power Rangers. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> I think so. That wasn't. <laughs> Who was your? Was he your favorite Power Ranger? Uh, the black I think Power he Ranger? was. He was one. And then the yellow. I like the green one. As I like that uh, he went bad and then yeah, he came Tommy. back. Have you seen recent pictures handsome? of Tommy? No. He's training to be uh, a mixed martial art fighter. Is he still handsome? He looks insane. He like. Oh, did he go Joe Piscopo? But handsome, on the world? insane. In case you ever see me, Tommy. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's like got a buzzed hair and he's like. Just oh, because like he would eat you now. for lunch, kind of thing. Oh yeah. Oh, he and does he look he's all like covered in tats now? He had that gorgeous like steroid and what's that Ed Norton movie about the neo Nazis? American something. He kind of looks like he's in American History X a little <laughs> bit. Like he looks terrifying. <laughs> oh boy. 
Wow, I don't need to be. I don't need to be any part of that movie. I'm having a hard time uh, committing to see True Grit because it sounds scary. <laughs> but I think it'll be okay. <laughs> the Coen Brothers always creep me out. They uh, always. It's just. It's so much tension. Like, yeah. There's so much tension in Fargo. I had to leave the movie oh, at boy. one point oh, you know, oh, and okay. come back. You're from you're from Wisconsin. I yeah. actually spent uh, four years of my childhood in the middle of North Dakota in Minot. Oh, grapes, Minot. Oh, why geez. not? Why not Minot? Oh, the seasons are the say. reasons. <laughs> North Dakota, literally. If you don't know people, North Dakota. Oh, the wind in North Dakota will count you it in half. It is a vast wasteland. It is a. It is literally the. The landscape of a desert is completely desolate, but it's freezing. Like right. it has colder it temperatures yeah. than Alaska because there and are it, no trees to and stop the wind. It doesn't even have like the Black Hills like South Dakota does. Yeah, <laughs> it just has North no Dakota. Mount Rushmore. Is it the Dark World? The Dark World from Link to the Past? It might. Because I feel like ooh. that's what uh, you just described. I am trapped as a bunny there right now. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> you need to find the. <laughs> The moon pearl. The mirror. Yeah, the moon pearl. But, That's it. Uh, but anyway, so when, when Fargo came out, um, there was this huge uproar because everybody was like, yep. nobody here talks like that. That's really, you know, You're inappropriate. Oh, you are wrong. Yeah. We understand oh, it. It's you a, guys. And it's so, a straight shot. And me and my sister, you know, aren't from there, but we saw the movie and we would hear these people and just like, because they were on the news, like being angry. In that accent. In that accent. Like, that's, they're like, that's not a proper depiction of how we talk, and I'm very upset. And we were just like, we were crying. We were laughing so hard. It was so stupid. I, was I like, know. And I thought it was going to be funnier, just because those guys are from Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, th- you know, and it was funny because of that accent, and it was funny because of, but it's it's an incredibly dark oh, yeah. story of uh, <laughs> the, the life of William H. Macy, or whatever yeah. his name is. And, um, and I just got, I got sad for him. <laughs> and then, uh, I have a hard time sometimes. Uh, so. <laughs> so wait, so would you, do you, do you enjoy, uh, a zombies? Like a zombie movie? Right, right. Like you were just talking about The Walking Dead. Did you see, have you seen the new series? It's on very AMC? scary. Yeah, that's what I was told Super is that sad. if I don't enjoy, uh, things popping out at me and a lot of gore, <laughs> I might not enjoy that film. Weirdly enough, in comic books, I can do gore. Yeah. I can do gore and I can do scary, not before bed, <laughs> but I can do scary and like, like a lunchtime scary. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, scary. Maybe, maybe it'll wake me up. Lock and key. <laughs> I'm reading lock and key, which is written by Stephen King's son. Uh-huh. Uh, oh. he goes by the nom, uh, what's it? Is his name spooky? Joe Hill. <laughs> oh, okay. which is, uh, which is an old hippie reference, Joe Hill. But, um, which I can't remember what it, it's a, it's a, uh, a union, a union guy. Anyway, it's a, from the 60s. Totally but lost on me. That's fine. But uh, <laughs> Stephen King's lock and key is all about these different keys that are down this, that, that are at this house. And Spooky you can unlock doors. your head. And, oh, what? Yeah. And you that's could, fun. It's so cool. I mean, if people want to see lock and, I mean, I think I've recommended it before. But I'll put it in the notes. And, cause it's, it's fascinating. And there are two uh, collections right now. But I think that they're collected genuine, like hardcover, beautiful bound. In okay. other words, go to the library. Sure. <laughs> uh, cause, uh, it's too expensive. I think they're 30 bucks each. But, uh, they might have a paperback version now, but, um, but, but they're, they're great. And those are scary, but walk, like I want to try Walking Dead. Image put that out, right? Yeah. Yeah. Cause I can read that. I can I can read it in comics. I don't like I love Shaun of the Dead because it's hilarious. Oh, right. Like that's that's the I saw that in Zombieland. Those were the only two oh, zombie zo- movies. Zombieland is was filmed at the theme park where I was a magician's assistant all through college. That's the wow. park that they used. What and what college did you go to? Uh Valdosta State University. I don't even know what they're Val- 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 Yeah. State University. Uh 
uh, in Georgia. Mm-hmm. All right, and you were a magician's okay. assistant. We'll get back to that because <laughs> uh, The Walking Dead. So, <laughs> what do you like about do you do you like scary kind of? Is it kind of fun? Uh, no, I, I, that's the thing is I don't really like. I like the zombie uh, mythos, like the story, because it makes. It's all about uh, cooperation. Like, you're not going to defeat this mass. <laughs> like, you're not going to defeat this giant mass of disgusting, flesh-eating, like, You're not you going to do it alone? No, you can't. Here? You can't. You can't do it alone. You can't. Oh, you, you, you need teamwork. I love, I really it's a cooperative love, um, game. Uh, okay. I feel like as a kid you had zombie books that were the... Um, the golden books. Yeah. Like the it was all about like sharing your rations <laughs> <laughs> with your fellow survivors. Oh my um, God, that's hilarious. But, uh, but I really love, you know, the, the, Max, zombies. the Max Brooks books, like the Zombie Survival Guide and World War Z. Oh, right, right. Um, World War Z was great. I read those first before I started watching the movies. And so okay. I just like applying those rules to everything. And right. it's really neat. Like it's just a neat way to look at it, I think. And, um. Right. I, uh, um, I read a thing called, um, Living with Zombies. It was a short-lived. There were only three issues of this uh, comic book that came out. And I haven't been able to find them because they're... They, I think they were self-published. And uh, the first one... It was essentially the, the, the guy who wrote the comic and the guy who drew the comic. Uh, those two... It's about them. And uh, there are zombies in their world. That's mm-hmm. what they want. So uh, the guy comes in... So in the first panel... Uh, one pudgy white dude comes in and is talking to another pudgy white dude who's at the computer and he says, hey man, guess what? There's zombies. And the guy sitting at the computer goes, fast zombies or slow zombies? And the guy standing goes, slow zombies. And he goes, awesome. And he goes, why do you stink? And he goes, cause there's zombies and I shit myself. And, uh, so it's like that. And then they're, and then essentially they're like, can I borrow your pants? He's like, no, no, you can't. And so the rest of the comic book, he's not wearing any pants, yeah. but he's standing behind things. <laughs> and uh, and they go to the mall because that's where zombies congregate. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> to get new pants, and pants are free now because it's zombie. So there were two two issues where living in their zombie world, like yeah. the, like the the neighbor girl who's like five is a zombie, and he's holding her back with his arm, you know, like when you can hold a little kid mm-hmm. back and they yeah, try to swing at you. Yeah. And uh, but the third. The last issue was about the first zombie. It was called The First Zombie, and it was about how Jesus uh, rose Lazarus from the dead and created the first zombie. Oh. And the townspeople were like, hey, did you hear that guy Jesus is coming back to town? What, the, the fishes and loaves guy? That's awesome. I'm starving to death. <laughs> and he goes, he's not going to do that this time. What? Why, why wouldn't he just make more food? We're, we're starving to And he's like, no, he's going to raise Lazarus from the dead. And there's like... I never liked Lazarus. Why are you raising <laughs> Why Lazarus? Did you bring him back? And the other guy's like, "It's a dick." Uh, he owes me twenty bucks. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> so, but it was. But that was the last. I yeah. never saw another issue. Well, what's cool about I think about Shaun of the Dead and Zombieland, and that is that the zombies are there. They're in the world of the zombies, but the real stuff they're working through is like the friendship between like the main two guys, and like, mm-hmm. can you you know show his girlfriend that he can like man up and stuff like that? Like, mm-hmm. so it's really neat to put those sort of everyday problems into uh, this. A post-apocalyptic world, and it just makes it so. It's way better than watching a romantic comedy, <laughs> you know what I mean? Or, or a real, sure. like an Oprah-like drama where people are actually dealing with their life issues in a real-life situation. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I know that guy. Uh, yeah. Put them in a world of magic or zombies. I'm much more likely to watch it and get your lesson. Is he riding <laughs> yeah. a dragon? Fantastic. <laughs> Thank you, Avatar. <laughs> and. <laughs> I don't know. It's uh, just something. Make it fun for crying out loud. Wow. This uh 
We are clipping along. I'm liking it. You have a page full of stuff. Look at that. I know it. I want want to point out that Bailey's list is like, I like zombies and dinosaurs and animation and Walking Dead. And I'm like, I like wrestling and X Men. (laughs) Right, right. Because you're you're a Marvel guy. I am. You and now, what are you what are you reading now that you might the people might enjoy? Um, you like X Factor? You said I like Peter David's amazing. I um. Will you read anything Peter David writes? Pretty much. Um, I when I went to Comic Con this year, you know, I got in line to have him sign something for me, and um, that's admirable. And I, I can't. T- oh man, I totally. You know, a Christmas story when he finally gets up to Santa. Yeah. And he's just. Oh, like, did you choke? Ugh. I totally did. It was. Oh. It was so dumb because it's not like he's an imposing figure. He's like. Right. He's like a happy-go-lucky, smiley old man, and I. I got up with with. Um, X Factor, uh, I think five hundred, wh- whatever they restarted the numbering on. Right. And um, I, I swear, I just handed it to him, and was and he's my favorite writer, and I was just like, I like the oh. book. <laughs> you signed a book. Yeah. Like, oh, it's just have stupid. You, have you ever done that before? Oh, completely. Like, what about you? Yeah. I was gonna say we were at the Annie Awards the other night. Um, which the Animation like, Awards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, so it's like the Oscars. Sorry, I was eating chocolate. Please. For those of you at home, mouth noises. Um, and uh. We were, oh, I saw Penn Ward, um, who was the creator of Adventure Time, which is super successful, extra adorable and hilarious. And I've met him before, and I've auditioned for the show before, and somehow I got up to him and went, hi, I don't know if you remember me, but I was like, like, hey, and suddenly like, I was just Bobcat, how's it going? I was like, hey, how's it going? And I just like start sweating through my dress, and he's staring at me, and my husband like has his mouth open, and it's just (laughs) Just shocked. And I was like, I was just wondering if I could get a picture. And he was like, yeah, okay. Yeah. And, um. Mike was like, you have crazy eyes. Like, he was like, you, you need to calm down. And I was like, he's like. He's but like, you really like him. Uh, yeah, like, I you really like You love that show like and, and it's neat. You know, he was an animation student at Cal Arts, you know, just a couple years ago. And his show, his idea, his short and his show have just like exploded. And, um, so it's just neat. Yeah, I'm like, he's just cool. And I was like, he was wearing a piano key tie. And I was like, ah, it's so hilarious. And the only celebrity I've <laughs> been able to have a proper conversation with was Ron Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> the porn star, nothing Ron Jeremy. A, nothing about that conversation was proper, I'm assuming. Well, <laughs> he was at Starbucks. <laughs> want to hear the rest of the in front of Why? me and, oh and, and um i've read his book what because you know <laughs> how like you know how urban outfitters has the book, book yes section? i do oh so, I, i'm at a book at urban like outfitters called person. dirty laundry there read you go. it read it there you um go. but so when my wife shops at urban outfitters i like because I, I i like to look at clothes and stuff but i'm done in like four minutes right and so then i you just, do a lap and it's like now yeah, let's I'm look like, at the, I the don't hilarious want... books that yeah they have so and stickers. over the course of like you know a couple months worth of visits i like finished his book oh in the store in the store hilarious. i would just sit and read the book right and um is it a picture so, book? <laughs> it was Thank God. It, it actually it actually had more to do with um when like the FBI was like the FBI used to just like follow those guys to well, okay. to, guys? to arrest them like porn guys. Oh. And so it was a well, lot like about they that. do with hip hop guys, like the cops do with the hip hop guys. Yeah, exactly. To catch those guys. We know who killed Tupac. Um, oh, is that yeah. your dark secret? That's my dark secret. That's what my, <laughs> oh, you, du- my yeah, dove... Yeah, you just read one. Oh, you got a new I, one. I Please. opened one to see if I'd get a better one, but I don't uh, like so it's not a bad one. Read it dark. Remember your first crush. Oh, God. See? That sounds stalkery. It's yeah, nice. yeah. It's not good. On Facebook. <laughs> like, These are all your... still things that Billy Joel said. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But so I was like, that was the any time I've ever met someone remotely famous, I've just been like, hi. <laughs> and yeah. then for whatever reason with Ron Jeremy, I was just like, oh hey, I read your book, and he seemed, I think, just shocked, genuinely just oh, pleased. pleased. Oh nice. Oh. And so we talked about his book for a minute. <laughs> See, you live in Los Angeles. People are like, you run into famous people all the time. And I'm like, no, nope, nope. Uh, it turns out, or if I do, it's like the guy who played Newman uh, yep. on Seinfeld. <laughs> At it's, the Ralph's on, uh, you know, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Over in, or Magnolia. Yep. Um, I you said uh, you saw him in a Starbucks. I was at a Starbucks and I hear this like <laughs> kind of laugh behind me, and I was like, "That sounds like Seth Rogen." And I Seth thought, Rogen was standing behind me. Oh, I thought Fat Albert. Was. <laughs> no, I it's it's a little bit. I do like the worst you. impressions. Yeah, yeah. I do the worst oh, impressions. No. Um, oh, so far, you've nailed two. <laughs> <laughs> Not who you were thinking you were going to nail, but and um, but then so he was behind me, and he was just talking to the barista, and I felt my face like start getting hot, and I was just like, <laughs> and like I had to leave, like I had to excuse myself and like run away because I was like, he's right there. Couldn't deal t- with it. I uh, could touch his. Okay, cyber. so Daniel Koenig uh, is stand-up comic uh-huh. uh, married to jimmy bardo yeah. and uh uh her father is walter koenig yes who uh played Chekhov on uh, star trek and when uh <laughs> Wait, first why time, do you go into a dorky voice sometimes uh, everything we talk about is dorky. is dorky well because this is this this story does not reflect well upon me perhaps uh just because i was such a I goon goony bird about because i so he does uh, it, it's the first time he's ever seen her do stand-up. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's me and her and a couple other comics. And, um, the comic that was on after her did, like, live long and prosper at him. Oh, God. And oh, she almost cr- crawled underneath a table. And she was like, he'll never come again. I can't believe she fucking did that. And I said, because <laughs> I had asked if she would introduce me to him. And she said, I'll introduce you still. And I was like, I won't be weird. I won't be weird. And uh, and then I met him, and he did because I was so nervous. He did that famous eye slide kind of thing, where mm-hmm. he was just like, "Nope, not gonna make too long eye contact with the oh, crazy man. person who's shaking uh, in front of me." And so I I didn't know what to say, so I just shook his hand. And I went, "I really admire your work." Uh, he was on uh, Star Trek. It's it's not like a body of. I mean, it's not like <laughs> Cornell West. You know, it's not like some sort of. He's he's not a Nobel Peace Prize winner. He played a science fiction dude. Yeah. And and the other thing was I the, the other person I used to I, I had the giantest you know like you get a comedy crush on somebody mm-hmm. and you can't talk to them because sure. you love their stand up so much. Yeah. And I just had him on with Dana Gould. He's my favorite comic. Oh, the boy. first favorite comic I ever had. And so it was 1993 or four when I met him and I ate it in front of him. And good for him. He didn't oh, say anything to me. But um, I just had him on the show. And for years after, uh, I would have a hard time interacting with him because I liked him so much. And he was super polite and very patient with me, <laughs> even though he was also like, hi, Jackie, it's okay. And then he would, you know get lost but, uh, but so but you know over the last 12 years i've calmed down but uh so when i had him on the show i i i was great i was great i was great last 10 minutes people listen up to the last 10 minutes of the dana gold where i go total dana gold dork on him and i'm just like remember that remember that one joke you had in 1994 remember you used to talk about your family like that and he's like no. And I said, I it's, a, it's a great bit. And then you know, this other punchline, <laughs> he's like, please remember my act, because I love those jokes. Those are good jokes. And I was like, oh, yeah, they were great. So, I mean, it's nothing to be... Oh, and the Ron Jeremy thing, I was going to tell you, I read, there's a, there's a new publisher out who's publishing new pulp, their pulp noir kind of things, but... um 
and somebody sent it to me, Jim Wooster. He was on the the episode one of the new uh, the new ta- tapings of the Dork Forest. Uh, it was called Money Shot, and but- it was about the porn industry here in the San Fernando Valley. Oh. And it was a murder mystery, and it took place almost entirely on Van Nuys Boulevard, awesome. <laughs> right <laughs> next to me. And uh, and it was it was it wasn't poorly written. You know, what? it was so well written for like pulp noir. I thought to myself, this is a guy who's working on like the great American novel. Who pl- plugged this out and somebody gave him eight grand. Yeah. And so he's like, I'll, get, I'll write that over the weekend and then I'll continue to work on my Faulkner piece. Yeah. yeah. Or whatever, you know. As I lay dying too. <laughs> I have a, I, I, Dying again. What was it? What was it? The Hamlet, uh, the Hamlet movie? He said he had Hamlet a device. Two. Hamlet 2. Yeah. I have a device. I can save that. <laughs> Hamlet 2 the, the, was two different movies. I like the second half of it because <laughs> the first I, half was weird. I don't think I can see I really enjoyed that movie. He's, I loved the play part of the movie. Yeah, the play was great. And then at the end of the movie when he said, you guys are from Tucson. Everything's going to get better from now on. Because oh. <laughs> Tucson's kind of a... Tucson is kind of like too soon. Am I right? You're right. Did you like right? mine? <laughs> <laughs> too long, too soon. Thank you for listening to NPR. <laughs> oh, very nice, very nice. Um, all right, you guys. Our next jazz combo. Uh, what I was going to say is, uh, it's almost an hour. What? I know it. We, I'll have you back because you guys are awesome. This Thank is God. This is like the fastest hour in the world. <laughs> so we win. <laughs> but uh, yeah, what Cut would you? To the listener at home, just like fucking tedious. Why are they Why? giggling so much? They what think. Really? <laughs> this is about just an hour. And uh, no, so uh, you guys, uh, you both do stand up, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, and so they can they can see you on Facebook and Twitter and mm-hmm. come see you do stand up comedy here in the Los Angeles area if they yes. live here. Do you have any shows coming up? I do. Um, I will actually be performing in a celebrity packed uh, benefit Bailey performance of DeRocher? the yes where uh, the vagina monologues at the oh. Barnstall Theater. Why are you, you laughing? <laughs> said vagina. I'm sorry. Vagina vagina. Will your vagina be telling um, a story? Go to vdaylay.org. You can buy tickets there or donate to uh, Peace Over Violence, which is the local beneficiary. We were there the other day. Really Take cool. a stand, Peace Take Over Violence. Take a stand. And then um, the international beneficiary are the women and children of Haiti. Uh, and then... Um, How are they going to enforce that? Well, Wyclef uh, Sean. <laughs> Wyclef Jean's taking care of business in Haiti. He's not. He's not a woman or child, but Uh, he gets a taste. Anyway, uh, (laughs) uh, and and in the same topic as vagina monologues, that got dirty. I'm next, and we're moving, and and we're walking, and we're (laughs) walking. Let's just go. Oh, and uh, and I have a new web comic. My friend Lauren Pottinger wrote, and we will. um, That should be on comadiva.com. Comadiva. It's a new. It's a website that's comedy stuff geared towards ladies. Lady comedy. Uh, so hopefully it'll be more than just period jokes. Uh. <laughs> For the love of Christ, let it be more. I mean, than not just... if I have anything to say about it. There'll be lots of period. Jokes, I mean, but... mine's more like an exclamation. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Well, I mean, the thing is, is we uh, women do not get to get away with talking about any bodily functions, but guys could talk about their balls and their jizz yeah. until they, the cows to come home. To be fair, do we have are... another fifteen minutes? <laughs> Would you like to defend your folk? <laughs> no, I just want to talk about my balls. Oh, <laughs> like I got a lot to say. I got monologues even <laughs> about my balls. I got a fifteen-minute ba- story. Ballologues. Um, and then uh, my oh ballologues dot com. Ballologues. And my my personal website is the Bailey. Dot com. That's Bailey with two E's. And uh, let me tell you something. I will link it all up in the notes so people pe- people will figure yes, it out. Sorry, It'll all come together. No, no, it's perfect. It's perfect. How about you, Joe Star? 
Um, What's happening in your glamorous life? I've got um, two improv shows coming up, and I think that's kind of it. Um, you know what you'll be doing? I do in March. In the improv show? Uh, I'll be making things up. There we go. Uh, that's what I wanted to hear. Uh, I didn't want to hear that it was pre-written. Bailey or I, I did, and then I wanted to hear that it was a sketch show. One of those two things. <laughs> uh, Bailey and I are both in an improv group called Gracie Law. Okay. And uh, we'll be at the I.O. Loft March 3rd. Okay. Yeah, this will go mark? out uh, by the end. Whatever. What's your website, or wh- where do they know? Uh, J-A-Y-S-T-A-R-R dot Tumblr dot, or actually just dot net. Just dot net. Jstar.net. Yep. That's it, and then and then more info can be found. More info can be found there. That's awesome. I'm doing this public school thing tonight, which is a storytelling event that nobody's. Uh, it'll be over by the time you hear this. Uh, but it was <laughs> at the M Bar, and I did it with James Urbaniak from the Venture Brothers, one of my very, very nice. favorite favorite. Is shows. this through uh, like eight two six LA? Like, Probably. Oh, that sounds cool. exactly. There great. was a number, and then the letters LA. I used to volunteer for them. If yeah. it is the same thing, I used to volunteer for them up in San Francisco. All right. They, Tutor kids, teach them how to read. Stuff like right. That. We're going to be, it's called Fish Out of Water. I assume everyone will be talking about junior high. <laughs> so so I, I don't, I don't nice. know what else to talk about. Will you about. be wearing your denim overalls? To <laughs> my, my husky tough skins? That's what the boys always talk about, the husky tough skins. Oh. It's uh, just a really nice sweater. I'll just hide in my hide in my Jinko pants. That was, that's what I rock. Zubas. Uh. So, and then, uh, what about, uh, that's about it. It's been a fantastic time sitting here with Bailey DeRocher and, uh, and Joe Starr. Thank you so much for being in the dork forest. I love doing the show and, uh, thank you so much for being part of it. Thanks we for love having being us. in the dork forest. Thank you. <laughs> my hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat. My hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh my god. Thank we you. why don't we just call that as the end of the show?